is it Tuesday? You know how I know it's Tuesday? Because it's pasta day at um, the Canon. <laughs> so much of my life is, it revolves around where I eat and where I can eat and where I would like to eat. Good morning. If it's around nine o'clock, you know it's time for Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. Harry Jones is somewhere in the ether wearing, a, wearing another color. Harry is looking like the rainbow flag these days. Now, mind you, they're blues and grays, but that is a real step up from just solid black. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, by the spring, he's going to be in pink and yellow and green and <laughs> red. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm I, have just a, saying. I have a couple of little shirts somewhere. I know you do, Harry. You got a wardrobe. I, I'm sure you got a whole walk-in closet situation. <laughs> I have stuff packed away that, you know, I say, yeah, this is never going to see the light of day. But who knows? It might well, I know, listen, you, that's a whole different attitude now. Before you was like, absolutely not. I was trying to get you to give it away. Like, give it to people who could, who could wear such good quality. And you were like, no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But now that you done... You're trimming down. You want a new wardrobe, Harry. Although, I, you know, every time I lose weight, I give away my big wardrobe, hoping that I won't have to go back to that. Uh, because let me tell you, the clothes for big people is really expensive. Don't I know it? That's why I haven't shopped in years, Harry. Yeah. Because I, so... I have a lot of clothes. I don't, I don't, and people who... <laughs> This is the thing that stuns me that people, I dress nice all the time, Harry. I dress for the season. So of course, in the summer, I'm going to be wearing less clothes. So you're not going to see me. And I, I really, I wear a lot of dresses, sundresses, like a lot of women. In the fall, I, you know, my clothes are different. So people always think I'm dressed up. I am dressed up. But I don't buy anything, Harry. I have a closet full of things. And my closet is in my dining room, some of it. Some of it is in my bedroom. Some of it is in my guest room, which is going to be my glam room. Some of it is in the hall. I mean, I just have a lot of stuff. And bins and bins and bins of things. So I, I can't tell you. I think the last time I bought something was pre-pandemic when we went to uh, the little place, some little outlet place. I think I bought... I bought a couple of things, you know, but for the most part, though, I don't shop like that no more. No, and, you know, Karen usually guilts me into giving my clothes, right? So, <laughs> Is it really guilt, Harry? Is, is she I mean, really it's, guilting it's, you? <laughs> it's huge clothes, right? So, and just imagine, even at my biggest, I'm not wearing the clothes, you know, that, that size that I buy, right? So, I know. So I don't, what, what is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, even when I'm at my biggest, I'm like 5X, but I'm buying 8X stuff. There's so, an 8X? <laughs> yeah, I bought 8X and it's like. Wait, where is there 8X? Who, who are you buying clothes for, Hagrid? <laughs> <laughs> for Shaq. You know, Hagrid from Harry Potter. Who just passed away? By by the way, I have a situation here in the kitchen. Um, oh, you know, Karen makes the coffee in the morning. Yes, and you like it. Yes. Yeah, so, but 
today I'm in ah, the prep for colonoscopy. So I'm not. Oh, yeah. So you can't have that. You got to have what they tell you to drink. So all I can have is black coffee. (laughs) That's how I like it. Right. So all I can have is black coffee and jello. Actually, the the breakfast uh, bell is ringing. I got to go get my jello soon. (laughs) (laughs) So. So, but hey, what I, what I did, sense. <laughs> so what I did is um I decided to, she made me coffee, but I already drank that. So I decided I'm going to make a pot of my own here. Right. Oh, and I thought the pot was finished. So I, I just filled my cup and it's, but it's <laughs> the coffee spilling all over the place because no, I, you, I, you can go stop it. Yeah. I, well, hold on. <laughs> oh my God. let it pour all over the place lord have mercy lord black jesus okay so (laughs) be 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 some common sense this morning lord you know the show must go on no (laughs) see my coffee maker when i pull the pot if it's still making coffee if i pull the pot from under harry it stops yes you might need to upgrade so i have this you can't see it but oh here goes the mud there you go your black black cup filled all the way to the top and you know, well, I'll be making a few pots of coffee today because Jello is not gonna cut it. You'd be surprised. So I, that that's you just imagining that you'll be starving or something, and you probably won't even notice it when you do your work and do your day. You won't even notice it, Harry. You have a couple of co- couple of, couple of cups of coffee. You'd be like, oh, and then by the time the day is over, you're like, you know what? I didn't. I was working myself up for no reason. Yeah, so a lot of that had, stuff is psychological. So, so yesterday I had I I totally forgot about the prep. So I remembered around six that I won't be eating anything today. So I I ordered Instacart, and I'm sure the lady who brought it, by the way, a very kind lady who just she just kept texting me, um, oh. Yeah, the, they don't have the eggs you want. And then she, Bab, she took pictures of the dairy and egg out and it was empty. I don't know what's Why, going Why, is there something happening? I don't know. I, I, that's what I thought. I said, is there a national emergency or something? Is is a media going to hit? I mean, how long can you keep eggs anyway? I don't know, but they were got So, so I ended up buying two dozen eggs instead of the 24... Two, you know, it's I usually get two twenty-four, two two dozen packs. So they only yeah. had a single dozen eggs. Um, and they cost almost as much as the 24 pack. So, but anyway, so I bought two dozen eggs, but she went around the store taking pictures, and I'm like, wow, you know, this lady is working for her tip. You know, so I ended up giving her extra on the tip. But um, she wasn't, I had her clean out the jello aisle of the green and and orange the lime and orange jello because i can't have the red i have plenty of red at home i have plenty because that's what i eat i eat strawberry you know and And they don't want you to have the red you can't have the red so you so (laughs) i had to clean out the lime so i wonder what she was thinking she's like my god but that was the only reason i actually did instacart yesterday because i needed jello because I need a sustenance for today. 
Yeah, but you bought eggs too. I bought eggs too because, you know, <laughs> eggs are very important in my house. <laughs> I have to have uh, eggs. Okay. All right. Or, you know, in my diet, because eggs are free. I have it's in my point system, I can eat eggs all day and, and not get charged a point. You know, eggs and chicken breasts. Mm -hmm. God forbid if you don't have them. That's right. I guess. And I and I feel bad. I mean, the the um milk also is like four fifty for a gallon. I mean, well, that's the store brand. If you buy the high class brands, you're a dollar more. So I, I'm not. I don't drink. Milk. I know. I know you don't do the milk thing, but for the people out there, like, ooh, I yeah. just bought a few items. And it, it doesn't sound like a few items, Harry. That sounds like a lot. Well, it was a lot of Jello. <laughs> that was like a. That was like a. That was like a full on grocery shop. It, it was a lot of Jello, um, and some fruit that you know I can't eat till tomorrow. So, but okay, you know, I'm gonna be Jelloed out today. I guess orange and. What time you gotta go in tomorrow? They still haven't called me. With the, they're gonna let me know today. Oh yeah, like that's their new. That's they've been doing that for a while, which is not cool. <laughs> Why? I, what you I got like to, to do? Know. You already set up. I know. They're gonna I, let you know today. <laughs> I like to know. You're gonna know. They're not gonna keep it a secret. <laughs> they're gonna call you later today. Come in at eight. Hopefully, it's really early. Yeah, it'll be really early. They like to tell you to come in. Come at eight o'clock. This way, I could just get it all out the way and 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 have eggs for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> all right, you already think about tomorrow's. That's right. I'm thinking about eggs and. You chicken. ain't finished. You ain't finished today. You already on tomorrow. That is hilarious. You know, you know, it's funny. I woke up this morning thinking, okay, I'm gonna bite the bullet and and eat Cheerios today, honey nut Cheerios for breakfast. Um, because I don't like to eat the cereal because the cereal and milk ends up costing me like, you know, 25% of my points for the day. So I, I usually go with the egg. <coughs> I, I like my breakfast costing me like three points instead of the 12 to 15 points. So okay. I woke up thinking Cheerios today. And then I realized, oh, what's waiting for you is a cup of coffee. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, whatever. Hopefully it's not too much suffering, perhaps. When? Right now, you know. As you drink a cup of coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I drink my... Now, this this holds three cups of coffee. I'm sorry. I already had Did you just say suffering? <laughs> this is suffering. I want First world problems. I know, right? I know, that's... Because you are not in, you are not in Kiev right now. I feel oh, no, hungry. I don't even got to send you to Kiev. You ain't in the southern states where, you know, the weather is janky. You're not you in know, some of the northern states where it's snowing. Well, you know, it's, it's um, you know how we had El Nino, the weather pattern of El Nino that brought us a lot of hot weather. Now it's, what is it, El Nino or La Nina, whatever? La Nina. The pattern. And, they always got, why do you got to give it a Mexican name, a Spanish name? I don't know. <laughs> right. 
So, so that's going to bring us a, isn't it? A, a lot of cold this winter. They, some places is going to be 15 below their average on average this winter. I don't think, I don't think we're going to be affected by that. I, from what I read. Not the Northeast, I don't think. The Northeast, we're going to be a little bit above Yeah, average. a little bit. A little, but, but other people, like right now in, um, the Great Lakes is snowing, so Michigan. I know. That stuff is like, I, oh, listen, it ain't even mid October. <laughs> I know. You know, there's some parts of Michigan that's gonna get um two feet. They were saying. It's like, I, I don't know how these people stay in those states. I know. I I, I ain't moving anywhere next to that lake. <laughs> I I don't know how people stay in that state, Harry. I it's really. Like, it, and you see the weather. They always say lake affects snow. Lake affects snow. Lake nope. affects snow. It's nope. like what? Nope, I don't think so. Nope, not doing it. Yeah, no, I, I can't, I can't live in these parts of the country where the weather is just awful. Well, awful. People love snow. Like in Buffalo, they love snow. So. I know they do. I know they can't wait for all the winter activities. Yeah, and it's just I don't get it, but I, I don't get it either. And you know what, Harry? I really don't want to get it. <laughs> I know. All I think is slip and fall, slip and fall. Yeah, and I got these new hips, and this is the first winter of the new hips. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's good. So you you should have your your gait should be strong. You, you it's better. much better. It is much better, Harry. I'm not like I'm not like weeble wobbling. Well, you know, my iPhone has a little um function that tells you about your balance. Right? Oh, really? I, I don't have to, one of those, Harry. I had to turn mine off, right? Because it kept telling me, you know, a full, full probability. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm like, that's my, that's how I walk. It's not telling me I'm going to fall. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you say fall probability? I'm like, ah. Come on. These, uh, see, that's way too much. That's, that's too much. That's too much. That's too much telling you stuff. Yeah. Yes. But people want that. The more technology we get, the more technology people think they want. Same thing with the hand washing, right? I, I thought, oh, this is a cool function. But <laughs> if you're not in the water for 20 seconds, right, it's counting. Right? Ooh. So it's like 20 seconds. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, it's big brother on my wrist. <laughs> I take it people don't like to be policed. <laughs> I know. It's coming, Harry. We, people think they want all this technology. It's coming. It is coming. Okay. That's I'm watching a video of a drone. <clears throat> Excuse me. Of a drone the size of a mosquito a drone it's a like drone nano drone yeah it's like what does it do just take pictures yeah. records well you know who knows <laughs> they could probably have a a little drone with uh poison inject you or something who knows right mm. uh, but but yeah the one i was watching was just taking pictures but just so just imagine that you don't even know you think it's just a little gnat buzzing around bothering you and that little drone just flew into the bathroom with you and it's taking pictures of you you know it's like crazy mm. 
but that's where we are. <laughs> that's where we are. <sighs> We're gonna. Well, I was. Well, gonna we gotta. Say, we gotta spy on each other. Okay. Not just spy on each other, right? Who, like I said, these little things. Of course, they're gonna weaponize them, right? <laughs> you, know, you know they have to. Don't make me shoot you with my drone. <laughs> you, know, you know us. We have to. Human beings. We're like, oh, this is cool. We could take pictures. Now let's see if we could kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we are. I, I do indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I do, I do indeed, Harry. I do indeed. Oh Lord, I just can't stand it. All right, well, bring on the drones, bring on the robots, bring all the thi- bring all the things, Harry. Because you know, listen, we're not gonna be happy until we until we destroy ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we're really not gonna be happy. <laughs> no, we're not gonna be happy until we kill everything and everybody, and then we're sitting around thinking. How did we get here? I'll tell you how we got here. Well, <laughs> Skynet is real. Well, you see, you, you, it's, it depends on how you see it, Babs, right? So the article I read about the robots, like Elon Musk has been warning us for, he, he, as he builds these things, he's telling us it's going to kill you. But he's the one <laughs> we know about, Harry. The ones we don't know about right. who are building stuff undercover who got better technology and access and smarter, 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 smarter. That's the thing we got to be worried. Elon Musk is small potato. But right. But the thing is, is that basement somewhere. But this guy, as he's building this technology is telling you, yeah, it's going to kill you, (laughs) you know? So it's like, uh, but if you read certain articles, it's like, oh, they're going to be so helpful. They're going to bring, um, a new form of, you know, living. It's going to be easier for you. And hey, they always say that, Harry. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> wait a minute. So it always starts have, with this is to your benefit. <clears throat> I, I'm going to have a killer can opener in my house <laughs> and it's going to be better for me. Listen, we saw 911 when those people was. <laughs> wait, let, let me take that back robots are not can openers just in case they're listening and eventually it gets into a, a robot i eventually buy because i say all this stuff but you know i have to buy a robot Babs. as soon as I, i'm able to no I'm you know gonna... why because the minute you come downstairs in your house and that thing is not where you put it the night before you're gonna have a problem and then it's not gonna let you get rid of it <laughs> it's gonna anticipate you running for the door <laughs> Well, right. It's the that's the only reason I haven't bought the smart locks and all of that. Because my house may decide, yeah, we don't need him. <laughs> Lock me out. <laughs> he shuts us off too early. <laughs> we don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. If the weather is inclement, we don't think you should go out. <laughs> See, no, it, it'll say your watch says your balance ain't good. You ain't walking nowhere. Yeah, see, sit down. That, that's what it's gonna come to, Harry. And I tell you where they're gonna start. They're gonna start it with little kids in schools. They're gonna say, "Oh, this is a great way to monitor that kids don't wander from daycare or they don't get on the wrong bus from school." It's gonna be used as a monitoring tool, and then it's gonna be, 
oh, you know, you got people in elderly care. This is another way to keep them, you know, if they have Alzheimer or dementia, to keep them from wandering. So you know where they are at all times. So we can lock the doors or, you know, if they forget to turn off the water, we could do all these things with the, with the help of this technology. And next thing you know, Harry, we are all prisoners. Yeah, I mean, that's how the metaverse is being introduced. To what us. is it called? Welcome to the Hotel California. California. So, the, so, so the metaverse is, is basically that. Where they're going to say, your child has, has problems functioning in everyday society. So we're going to stick him into a virtual world where he's going to flourish. You know, it's, it's going to be something like that. It's going to be like, oh, well, yeah, you're right. My, my child doesn't have any friends. Let's see if he he does better in the metaverse where there's artificial friends. Plenty of room at the Hotel California. And then you go into the metaverse and you get sexually assaulted. Any time of year. <laughs> you can find it here. Yeah, see, that's where we're going to be. We ain't going to be able to leave. You can check out anytime you like. You just well, can't you ever can leave. Never leave. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to the Hotel California. It's, it's a, a lovely, lovely face. Such a lovely face. Yeah, no. That's where we're going to be, Harry. We're going to be prisoners. We're going to be prisoners because, you know, we're already trying to make artificial intelligence have empathy. <laughs> And, and and to anticipate problem solve, solving. Yeah. And so what so what does that mean? So that means we're gonna make soldiers for combat. So we because the thing will be, well, this will cut down on loss of lives. Right? Yeah, supposedly China's already halfway there to creating and it's gonna be, you know what? We need. We'll put these these things in prisons, cut down on CO problems. Of course, we'll need humans around because you know backup. But you know um, they are they'll be impervious to fire and feeling and pain. Do you know what I mean? And they could crush a man with no problem. So that's that's see, this is the world we're marching toward. But initially, they're going to be very helpful, Babs. Oh, no, that's we, always that's listen <laughs> that's how terminator starts right skynet right. starts as being very helpful we're gonna make sure everybody's connected everybody's wired everybody it starts with the roombas oh wash your floor sweep the floor oh it'll cut your grass right it starts like that oh safe lock your doors we got you oh you need a ring doorbell well, you need to be able to see the perimeter of your property and you want to be able to ding your phone when somebody walks up on your porch or around your house. Oh, and then you want to connect it to the police department. So if you're on vacation, you can answer your door. And if you see people you don't recognize, you just hit a button and the police will come by. Of course, it's going to start as helpful. Like I said, it's going to start as helpful. Then we're going to build it around school children. Then we're going to build it around elderly. Then we're going to build it around prisons. And the next thing you know, we are going to be prisoners. Well, well, just think about it. Virtual prison, Babs, where they'll they'll stick 3D glasses on you or, you know, the helmet 
and then they put an IV in your arm to put you to sleep, and you and you're there for three years. Well, that, that they'll prison. do that. They'll do that in the return of mental institutions because <laughs> mental institutions are going to return. Somebody's yeah. going to say, you know what? Even though Ronald Reagan tore up the the system, I think it's time for us to build it back. And unfortunately, this is how we do I think it. They, unfortunately, I think they need to come back, Babs. See, that's some that people, thinking right there. Some people need to be institutionalized. But the problem is, it won't be some people. It will be mean. everybody that we don't like. Yeah, that's the problem. It's the people in charge who decide it's, you're crazy. It's going to be everybody you don't like, everybody that's undesirable, everybody that's homeless, everybody that's, you know what I mean? Like, everybody that's exhibiting some behaviors that is not acceptable to society. They're going to start that foolishness. But, now, but I'm not it, suggesting tomorrow. But I would say 30, 20 years from now, we'll see it. It'll be back. I'll be like an old, old lady. But me, before I forget to read this, Performing Arts Academy of Connecticut LLC said, you better sing bass when you were singing Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> no, no, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, that's, I, my, I, that's my I, I world. I think they need to come back, Babs. It's, uh, come on. Harry? These places, look, there's just too many crazy people on the streets who, I, I mean, in the big cities, I, I want to say here, I don't say, well, you know, it was the strangest thing that happened here, Babs. Yesterday, somebody's car got repoed um, right in front of my house and three cop cars came and the repo guy, they put it, put it on a tow truck and everything. But the cops, I, I didn't know, I, I guess maybe because domestic issues these days. But so three cop, cops, cop cars came initially and then two left and one stood while the car was being repoed. I didn't know before it wasn't, they don't call it cops, right? Unless they, well, I don't know. When you get your car repoed? Yeah, do they? I don't know, because I've had I've had a car repossessed. So no, they just come and get it. <laughs> Over here, it was like they were scared that whoever's car was getting repoed was going to do something. Oh, well, maybe that's a good idea to have. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a good idea to have some some backup in case people. You ever watch that show, Harry, where they re when they go and repo people's cars? Yeah, it's a dangerous show. job. It is dangerous. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I, Harry, I wouldn't do it either. So, like, so I had to go out and move my car because everything's on a hill here, right? So the, the car getting repoed was right next to my car. And as he's trying to get it on the truck, the car slid and almost hit my car. Oh, shoot. So I went out. I know and they I, don't want them kind of problems. Right? I went out and I said, stop. <laughs> you know, and the guy's like, what? Wow, what's wrong? And I'm like, you just almost hit my car. Slow down. Wait, wait. Let me move my car. And he's like, man, why you got problems? I'm like, I, what? But it was sliding. Of course, you know, in my head, everything gets magnified, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, you've, you've had some, I mean, you've had your car in a sinkhole. You had, that's great. I, 
I wouldn't be taking no chances either. <laughs> I wouldn't take any chances either. That's right. My car like, was oh, right, no. right on the lip of a sinkhole. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I may seem like I'm a little whatever, but I got to tell you. <laughs> no, but these young, these young people, perhaps, he was a young man. He had to be like 21 years old, something like that. Mm. And he's texting or, or whatever, surfing on his phone while he's pressing that button and the car's sliding, he's not paying attention. You know what I'm saying? It's like they can't focus on their job. Stay focused. Uh, you know, it took him, I'm going to say it took him close to an hour to eventually get that car on because he let it slide. If I went and moved my car, he let it slide right into my parking spot. That thing slid right into my parking spot after I took my car out. <laughs> okay. And, and he didn't say anything. He should have said, oh, you were right. You know. So you but, know it would have been your car. Right. So and I stood out there for about 20 minutes waiting for him to put it on, but he couldn't get the car on the flatbed. He had to call somebody to come help him because he didn't know how to get it on the flatbed. He had time to do that while he's repossessing the car. The people didn't come outside. Well, that's I think that's why the cops were there, right? So because they knew this guy was incompetent. <laughs> they said, we're gonna send the our worst driver. Yeah, because you're about to get your butt beat. <laughs> and then he's on his phone the whole time. If, if I was the cop who was waiting, I would have lost my mind. I would have told him, you, look, we're leaving. Because he took about an hour to get one car on a flatbed. Wow. Wow. Young folks these days, perhaps, they just can't get right. No, no commitment to... <laughs> No commitment to anything. They can't focus. No commitment to a work ethic. <laughs> I felt like going and smacking the phone on his hand. <laughs> Smack him upside his head. Well, we know our phones are, are part of us. I mean, I know mine is. I, 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 I've been thinking about this a lot. You know, when I hang out with Andrew, I, I, I do what Andrew does. And when, when we go out together, he leaves his phone in the car. It makes me nervous when he does that because I'm like, what if anything jumps off? But you know, people being we've been with phones are just a new phenomenon, Harry. We've been we've been up to this point. Listen, we used to go across country in covered wagons without cell phones. So what <laughs> with no means of communication other than sending somebody on a horseback to deliver a right. handwritten message? So why are we so crazy about let me tell you the most impressive things i saw this documentary years ago of people sending love notes in yes. you know by horseback S slaves used to do that stuff and it doesn't get there till three uh, months later yeah, three months six months yeah and it's like and then and, they write and they, you back and then they write you back and it's like so you you send something it takes three months to get and then it takes another three months to get back and you you don't know in the meantime you don't know did you break up <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> what's going on by the time you get the letter you're like oh my gosh she's still into me but no it's been six months bro <laughs> it's been six months 
That would never fly now. I know. Oh my God, you have to get back within six minutes. <laughs> Not, yeah, now it's like Karen texts me and she's like, I've been texting you all day. Why you ain't answering your text? And I'm like, my bad. My phone is down. I, I didn't pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I leave my phone for real. I, I My ringer is usually off. Yes, I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to start this. I'm going to start um, leaving my phone off. Not off, but leaving it in my handbag or not when I go into rest, you know, when I, I'm going to do my best. Because, you know, I, I do like to take a picture of my food and stuff like that because I think that's interesting. But everyone does that, right? So, but I do think when I'm, when I'm hanging out with my friends or I'm hanging out with people, I'm just going to leave my phone off. I'm not going to sit with my friends and scroll my phone. So I'm going to be deliberate about that. I'm going to be much more intentional about that. Yeah, I mean, over here in Waterbury, I think sometimes I'm in the twilight zone. I'm in a dead zone. Um, uh -huh. So I get, you know, I get phone calls the next day and say, listen, we were trying to reach you all day yesterday. And I'm like, my phone didn't ring once. I have, oh. no, I have no missed calls. I have no missed texts. Yeah, that happened to me too, Harry. People were like, oh, I tried to... I was like, I don't see any of that on my phone. But then it might show up later, Harry, right? Like it might. Yeah. Yeah, and Karen tells me the same thing. I was calling you. I called you like three times yesterday. I'm like, you can check my phone. There ain't no missed calls. So I think there's some dead spot here in my house. And yesterday I got a taste of it. But you know how I, I don't answer text. But I got a taste of it yesterday where I was trying to reach out to people and they weren't answering my text right and i need an answer right oh, but now, oh now you need an answer right but the thing <laughs> is is that i don't know if i'm in a dead spot i don't oh. know so i'm like man should i call them man but i don't want to have a phone conversation <laughs> why don't people answer their text because they no. want to have a phone conversation <laughs> So yeah, so I got a taste of my own medicine yesterday where people weren't answering their texts. So I mean, Nora answered this morning, so at least I know my text got somewhere yesterday. Okay. But yeah, so so when Harry texts you, answer your text, people. Don't expect texts back from me, but you know, we have to have certain rules. Certain decorum. Do you, you have to answer my text? I don't have to answer your text. That's the way it works. Babs knows. She sends me. So you know I got it though, right? Oh, I know you got it. That's why I'm like, you know what? Um... You, 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 do, you do get like a, re, a read notification, right? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. So you get a read notification. You know I've seen it. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know no such thing. <laughs> That's what I look for. I send texts, and if I see well, everyone doesn't have that, Harry, like, yeah, because you could disarm that too. Yeah, you could, but you know, hopefully, people are kind. I didn't. I didn't take that away from mine. I have that active. This way, you could at least see that I've read your text. You could go, okay, he's just being Harry. He's not gonna get back to me, but he's seen it. 
So today is another Jewish holiday. Oh, I wanted to ask you about. I, I, sent, a, I sent a whole bunch of texts to Paul. I'm just chatting away. Oh, no, it's a Jewish like, holiday. Then I was like, oh, my God, it's a holiday for him. <laughs> I think he said it's the last of it the did. Is this the last one for the... I don't know. So they start up again. <laughs> yeah. It's the last of this grouping. <laughs> so, so, but I wanted to ask you, because I saw this morning that it, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes, we have a breast doctor coming on at the end of the month. Okay. But how many things happen in October? This, so, this month is like... Breast Cancer it, Awareness. Right. Domestic violence awareness. Domestic violence. And is it still Hispanic? Until, uh, no, it was uh, ended October 15th. Okay. So this is just like so many things happening. Why Why do people got to share a month like that? You know, it's like, no sharing. I, 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 I no don't sharing. know. I think the Latino people got to decide. <laughs> I know. It's like, get your own month, man. <laughs> Shouldn't it be like back to back with? Harry, you ain't get that memo to that meeting. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I not a, I'm not. I'm not Latino. I can't. I didn't get the memo. I I can tell you all the things. Um, it's October is National Cryptocurrency Month. Okay. National Economic Education Month. Okay. Adopt a shelter dog month. If I could, if I could get a dog that takes no, care of no, itself, no. Do you have to always take care of something? I mean, yes. If it's breathing, yes. Okay, no. Let's move yeah. on. Antidepressant <laughs> Death Awareness Month. Huh? Antidepressive death. Antidepressant oh. Death Awareness Month. Okay. Bat Appreciation Month. Bat. Bat, B-A-T, bat. Bat. Batman. Da, 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 Batman. By the way, by the way, in South Carolina, <laughs> right off of the um the deck, the porch, or whatever you call it, um there was a sack. Just a sack hanging there. And Karen asked um one of the reps there, um, what is that? And she's like, Oh, that's a bat. And I'm like, what? A bat? Yeah, yeah. The storm brought in a whole bunch of bugs and bats. And I'm like, man. So we can't keep our deck open. Who wants a bat flying into your room? No, I don't. Mm. Breast <laughs> Cancer Awareness Month. Caffeine Addiction Recovery Month. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, toast, I was toasting it. I was toasting it. I take it back. But today Cele I'm going to be pretty addicted to. Celebrating the Bilingual Child Month. Oh, come on. Christmas Seal Campaign. Church Library Month. Church Safety and Security Month. Jesus Christ. Co-op Month. Down Syndrome Awareness Month. Uh, Disatomia Awareness Month, Disatonia, Diso, Disatonomia Awareness Month, 
Dyslexia Awareness Month, Eat Better, Eat Together Month, okay. Emotional Intelligence Awareness Month, Emotional Wellness Month, <laughs> Employee Ownership Month. I don't know what that means, but okay. Those are for communes, I guess. So. I Filipino American History Month. So, so our friend, our Filipino, Filipino love, uh, if he's listening, happy Filipino American History Month. I ran into him. Um, I was somewhere at an event and I saw him. It was really good to see him because he was on my mind. Financial Planning Month, German American Heritage Month. Wow. Global Diversity Awareness Month, Halloween Safety Month, Head Start Awareness Month, Health Literacy Month, Home Eye Safety Month. I don't even know what the hell. What? Home Eye? Home, home Eye, like I, I, E, Y, E. Home Eye Safety Month. Uh, Italian American Heritage Month. International Walk to School Month. <laughs> okay. LGBT History Month. And Long-Term Care uh, planning month, National ADD and ADHD Awareness Month, National Animal Safety and Protection Month, National Apple Month, National Apple Jack Month, oh my God. National Arts and Humanities Month, National Audiology Awareness Month, National Bake and Decorate Month, National Book Month, National Bullying Prevention Month, oh. National Caramel Month. National Chili Month, National Chiropractic Month, National Cookbook Month, National Cookie Month, National Crime Prevention Month, National Critical Illness Awareness Month, National Cybersecurity Awareness Month, National Dental Hygienist Month, National Dessert Month, National Disability Employment Awareness Month. National Depression Education and Awareness Month, National Domestic Violence Awareness Month, National Dropout Prevention Month, Harry, National Dwarfism Awareness Month. Hey, I don't know why they ain't fighting to be recognized here. That's a big one there. Well, they are fighting. They, that's this is their month, so yeah, but out. nobody knows about it. So well, well, if you're in that world, you know about it. National Ergonomic Month, National Fair Trade Month. National Family Sexuality Education Month. Okay. I don't know what that is. National Fire Prevention Month. Remember National Fire Prevention Month when you were a kid in school, Harry? The fire department would come, they'd bring yep. you those little red hats and stuff. And you'd like learn how to run, tuck and roll. I mean, uh, jump, tuck and roll or whatever the hell it is. Stop, drop and roll. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now jump, tuck and roll. my god i was not paying attention national go on a field trip month national i'm just me because month that's my month right there don't blame me i'm just me national kitchen and bath month national learning and development month national liver liver awareness month national medical librarian month national non-gmo month national orthodontic health month National Pasta Month, 
Wait, so wait, so you you went through a national librarian month, right? Yes, that's what it is. So why don't we have somebody? No, like, national medical librarian. Oh, month. medical librarian. Okay. National physical therapy month. National pet CBD month. What? So, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when the animals protested for that. I, I remember that too, Harry. I think <laughs> national. Pickled Peppers Month. What's that tongue twist of pickled pepper? If Peter Peter, Piper, if Peter Pepper picked a Peter Piper pick no Peter if go ahead, Babs. <laughs> I think it's if Peter Piper picked, picked a, a peckle of peppers. Pickled peppers. Anyway, All it's right. that month. <laughs> it's National Pizza Month, National Popcorn Poppin' Month, National Pork Month, National Pretzel Month. National Principals Month, National Protect Your Hearing Month, National Pregnant and Infant Loss Awareness Month, National Reading Group Month, National Roller Skating Month, Natural, National RSV Awareness Month, National Sarcastic Awareness Month. There you go. That's my month right there. <laughs> it's your season. National <laughs> Seafood Month, National Sens Sensory Awareness Month. Oh my God. National Spina Bifida Awareness, National Stamp Collecting, National Sudden Cardiac Arrest Awareness Month, National Toilet Tank Repair Month. Wow. National have a month? Come on. Listen, National Window Covering Safety Month, National Women's Small Business Month, National Work and Family Month, National Sudden Infant Syndrome Death. Okay, that's an important one. Uh, organize Your Medical Information Month. Pear and Pineapple Month, Photographer Appreciation Month, Polish American Heritage Month, Positive Attitude Month, Raptor Month, Rett Syndrome Awareness Month, Rhizomes and Persimmons Month, Rhubarb Month, Right Brainers Rule Month, Self Promotion Month, Spanish Lovers Month, Squirrel Awareness Month, Different than squirrel, squirrel Appreciation Day in January. Oh, dear Lord. Tackling dear. Hunger Month, Talk About Prescriptions Month, Vegetarian Month, Wishbones for Pets Month. This is from October 15th to November 30th. Workplace Politics Awareness Month, World Blindness Awareness Month, and World Menopause Month. And those are all the awareness months wow you asked harry and you got your answer wow. this there was a couple there that you know really should be recognized like the italian american history polish german all of those people who don't you know get recognized because you never know they'll tell you about the hispanic heritage but they won't tell you about the rest of them so shout out to you people and also a add that's my month <laughs> <laughs> and also sarcast the sarcastic society or whatever month <laughs> that's me too so i have a few things to celebrate <laughs> this month oh, I, I, I think i might be with you harry on some of these some of these i think <coughs> i went national book month i i'm a reader so i i could get behind that yeah, there's a few of them there, like Down Syndrome Awareness. National month. Cookie Month. Now you gotta go buy some cookies just to celebrate. And, and it was National Pizza. 
Yeah, National right? Pizza Month. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why everybody, all the pizza restaurants in New Haven should be having some type of sale for National uh, Pizza I know. I think they should. Yeah. We got to go in and check. And, if, and if, if they don't, we should remind them. Did you know it was National Pizza <laughs> right? Month? They probably aren't aware that it's National Pizza Month. <laughs> There's so many things happening. I mean, I think I could get down with the spinach lovers month too, Harry. I like spinach. Spinach, yeah, in a salad, delicious. A saute with a little onion, garlic. Yes. yes. As dressing, as dressing on a steak or something, Babs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not just by itself, but <laughs> so or there, she- there we have it. We have covered all. The celebrations for October. We'll do and, this again in November, Harry. <laughs> and, and another important one for, you know, at least in, in my culture, and I know uh, African-American culture, pork month. I mean, <laughs> we love pork. Harry, I go to Mambo's and, and I get the pork. Oh, come on. Mambo, you have to stop in Mambo's, Harry. Ain't a vegetable to be had. But <laughs> lots of rice and beans. My kind of store. I need. I want to say them. Do y'all got some salad back? There? Like, can I get some vegetables? All these no, carbohydrates know. and meat. What What's the the diet? Is it keto? That's all meat, or what is? Yes. It? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's that type of restaurant. I, I'm down with it. You know, yeah, but about, you can't eat the rice, Harry. The rice would be off limits. Yeah, I'm I'm about to switch up my diet for like a month. I might go into the intermittent fasting. Yeah, why? just to switch it up, just to switch it up, because I feel like I'm hitting a wall that I need to. Well, you know, if you're hitting a wall, that means, you know what, bump up your exercise, like add another 15, 20 minutes to your routine. Don't don't change yeah. your diet. Just add add some more something else to to your and you might it, not be eating enough, Harry. That's the thing. We had this conversation. Yeah, if you've I, got I think... points on the table, you're not eating things. enough. So you're not eating enough. A so your body points. is starting to adjust. Eat, eat more. And um, yeah, I need to doing a lot of calisthenics and you know, so I, I need to start adding um weights to the oh photographer. Did we say photographer's appreciation month? <laughs> Did we mention them? I, I'm not sure. There were so many things. Because so. um um the good senator Winfield sent me a message. Well, look at that. I didn't know Senator Winfield was a photographer. but Oh, he's he, quite good. If he knows, right. So it's like, so he wants to be appreciated. We appreciate you. We appreciate not only your, the work that you do, but your photography. He, um, he, uh, I called him up one time because I was doing a, a wedding on the porch. Yeah, he's a really good photographer. He's got his own style. It's a wonderful style. You have to fo- do you follow him on Instagram or anything? Follow him. He takes beautiful pictures of uh, of people, but mostly his kids. But he, you know, he's a wedding photographer, so he takes great weddings. So I called him up one time because I was doing a wedding on the porch, and this this little young couple, you know, Harry, they just wanted a justice of peace, and they didn't have nobody to take their picture. I called Gary, and he came over. It was the nicest thing. And then he sent me the pictures. Otherwise, they wouldn't have. I mean, I would have taken pictures of them with my iPhone, but you know, you want to you want to capture that day. You know, capture that day as best you can. So that's good. I got I gotta look him up then. Check hey, out he took a picture. He came and took pictures of me on the porch. I need him to come again because I'm gonna use those pictures in the porch book, in the book for the porch. That might be the cover, or it'll be on the inside. 
So I'm, I'm interested to know what else in the list of things that Babs just read, what else was he, you know, like, oh, wow, I, 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 have no, I had no idea <laughs> that we should be celebrating this, but besides photography. That's an, and I didn't know. I mean, you see, there's just so many things. You know what? I want to move Hispanic, Hispanic or whatever. What, what's it called? Hispanic Heritage Month? Yeah. I want to move it to a leap year and have it all by ourselves, right? So I think, I think you got to talk to all the Hispanics. Oh, okay. I, I got to. No, I don't want to do Gary that. Gary said he had no idea about any, most of that list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the one that. <laughs> that I did, had no idea and I should know, I should have known that it's the sarcasm awareness. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, we have to go find where they meet and just show I up. Know. It's they, like, is it like just sarcasm all the time? <laughs> I think we found our tribe. <laughs> we, we, we gotta join that club and, and have a new a vote. Month. Have a new yeah. vote for president. <laughs> Oh, we found our try, Harry. We got a whole month. And if somebody says anything, we just say, hey, it's sarcasm month, sarcasm awareness month. <laughs> that's right. As a matter of fact, that's exactly what I'm going to use when people get upset when I use sarcasm, which is you know, normal for me. I'm going to say, listen, it's sarcasm awareness month. You have to, you know, feel for me right now. You know, I mean, come on. What By the way, you're listening Jack? to Love what Babs. Is Applejack Month. What is that? Applejack Month. You're what listening to Love Babs Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. And that is Babs Rose Ivy. See, I got a, a, a on this screen, on my screen here, you're there. You're on this side. Oh. On this screen over there, you're on that side. So it's like, whatever. Well, on my screen, when I'm looking over this way, <laughs> yeah. that way. So at 10 o'clock, 10 15, Harold, we've got um Alexis Robbins and uh, Lynn Peterson coming on because you know they're doing this whole um community dance thing, creative circle, a dance performance, uh October 22nd from four to five. So um they're doing this in in uh at the Hill Museum, uh 210 West Street in New Haven, which I love that space. That's uh Krico's gallery, Krico, the artist who does all this work by hand of these buildings around the world. Um, he's got a great space. So anyway, their event is uh, October 22nd at four o'clock. So they're just coming on to talk about this and what this means and how they came together to be, to do this collaboration and what it means. All right, so, all right Babs, I think I've had, it's now about six cups of coffee and we <laughs> really need a break. Okay. <laughs> it's national go to the bathroom month. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're just going to add stuff to it. <laughs> All right, we'll be back, people. <laughs> we'll Harry's be gonna... back. You're listening to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM. Look for that other link. We'll be right back with our guest. All right, my dear. I'll be back. And cue music. There you go. away from your heart 
slowly enters in and then it claws you apart. Spark your flame until your fire explodes. You won't be scared if you're led by the light and hope. Don't let the weight of this world, don't let it get you, don't let it get you. Forgive like you may. I'm going to go 
distant shores I've been waiting wanting more for the whole night and it ain't right I've been singing what's on my mind trying to explain what can't be defined and for so long it's been so strong suddenly it's clear now that I can hear The ones that I wrote Oh, these melodies Here are some memories And these love notes I found in an old coat Mean something new All because of you Some memories, these love notes 
that old coat means something new all because of you
to love babs love talk on babs rolls ivy the wheels do indeed keep turning and they're turning today toward dance i got alexis robbins logging in and lynn peterson log who is already on screen from the uh Saren modern dance uh uh company and uh you know y'all know alexis my tap dancing teacher from uh camera uh camera dance is a camera did i say that right camera dance Hammer dance, yes, and siren dance. And siren dance. So y'all have a creative circle uh, coming up, uh, a dance performance coming up October 22nd um, in the Hill at a, at a, a Creekle space, the Hill Museum, 210 West Street. I, I love that space. Have you been in the space? I'm sure you've been in the space. I love yes, that space. Yes, we have. Yeah, it's fantastic. So welcome. So tell me about this, this dance performance. What, what are we working with? What are we talking about? Uh, we're working with a lot. Uh, we're talking about uh, two different companies, uh, Siren and Camera Dance, coming together to um, share with the community. We're both uh, working on new dancers. So we're in the early stages of creation, lots of ideas going on, and we want to share we want to share that now with audiences. There's lots of times people share the very end product when it's all tied up and in a bow and neat and complete. Um, <laughs> but we spend so much of our time in process rather than in performance. And we wanted to share that with the community. Um, show when it's still messy, when we haven't, don't, well, we never have it all figured out, but when we have it even less figured out <laughs> than we think we do at the end, um, tell them about our ideas, tell them how we, make dances and everybody does it completely differently and just kind of crack the door open a little bit on that process so that's what we'll be doing on saturday so how do you two know each other alexis you want to take that one sure <laughs> uh so for several years i was renting space in <clears throat> erector square and uh lynn is married to the visual artist you might know uh eric march and uh, we were both um, his studio and where I was renting space from at Studio I. They're on the same floor in Erector Square. And um, I had met Eric several times through um, both Christina Kane and Jen Ray, who make up Studio I. And yeah, I believe, Lynn, you came to one of my like open source solo performances. Um, 2020? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a while ago. Yeah those days um yeah and so so lynn lynn came down the hall to to see what i was up to and um yeah i was like oh my gosh another dancer those are so rare to meet here um <laughs> and uh yeah our, our relationship has been uh growing ever since then now is this the first collaborative effort or have y'all collaborated before on on pieces 
No, this is our first. And and I guess to be clear, uh, the companies aren't yet, maybe that'll happen someday, aren't yet uh, fully creating together. Um, we're collaborating in the sense in that our two organizations are bringing this event uh, to be to fruition together. So we're collaborating on the production side of things. Uh, we will be doing an improvisation on Saturday with some audience help and participation that uh, where we all the dancers will be performing together. Um, but uh, this is our first collaborative venture um, as two dance making organizations. Uh, we find in dance, we often get very siloed um, as companies working on our own, going at it alone. And Alexis and I are really trying to have a different approach and reach out to each other, work together. Um, there's just so much more we can do together uh, when we pull whatever resources and energies and visions we have together. So this is our first venture in that and really trying to come together as two companies, celebrate each other's visions um, and see what happens. Is your computer volume up? Because you might need to turn it down. So um, are you um, are you a tap dancer too or? And Alexis, are you a contemporary dancer? Like how, how, how are y'all similar and different in your approach to dance? Um, uh, I would argue we're mostly pretty different, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm also a contemporary modern dancer. So that practice is, is in my work as well. Um, what I'll be showing this coming Saturday is very uh, tap dance heavy, um, but but there's always movement <laughs> in, in what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, Siren Modern Dance as advertised uh, in the name is, is a modern dance company. Um, I don't know if anyone in the company has tap experience that I don't know about, but. <laughs> yeah, I think some people have. I did for a little, little bit when I was in elementary school. Um, I am not a tap dancer. Uh, I love it, I appreciate it. Um, I think what Alexis does is extraordinary, um, uh, but it is not the form that I have spent the most time in. Uh, modern dance, uh, which I acknowledge is a very uh, term and perhaps a vague term for people listening out there. What is modern dance? What does that mean? Um, <laughs> um, it stems from American modern dance, uh, some of the people, Martha Graham, Catherine Dunham, Jose Limon, um, that started this work, you know, over 100 years ago, or 100 years ago in our country. My training came from that lineage, and now we do a big mishmash melting pot uh, based on who we are as people today, but that is where our training is rooted, which is why we have preserved that name in our company name, is to kind of pay homage to our dance ancestors, so to speak. Um, but I would say Alexis and I, while we're, um, our companies explore different forms for the most part, um, I think we share a definite esprit de corps as far as like uh, just being really persistent and passionate and stubborn <laughs> about just sharing dance and all the different ways we can do it. Um, and that's, you know, one of the reasons why I've been so excited to get to know Alexis and just had to work with her is because um, when you meet somebody who kind of shares that passion for this is just me and this is what I do and this is how I connect with people. This is how we connect with people in the best way we can is through dance and all the different adventures and, and opportunities that dance has, I think, placed in both of our lives. 
And I think that's what really inspired our connection and is allowing it to grow. So what do you want people to, uh, to do when they, when they come on Saturday? Like, what is the participation part? Like, cause you know, people are like, I can't dance. I don't dance, but they want to see dance. How, how do you engage that? Or do you engage that? Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, well, both companies will be showing new work. So uh, a large, a large part of the Saturday hang is that you're just gonna come watch and there's going to be sn lots of snacks for you to, to nosh on while while you watch and are hopefully feeling inspired. Um, and then at the end, the, our two, our two companies are going to improvise together to a score per se that the audience is going to help us figure out. So we're going to ask the audience questions that will influence what we're doing in terms of tempo and where we are in space and what the, the like energy or the feeling is of, of how we're going to approach improvising together, which will be our, the first time our companies have danced together ever. So you're going to experiment, you're going to experience a literal experiment <laughs> in front of your eyes, um, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, yeah. And then we're gonna just open the floor to any questions. So, and and there's no no question is dumb, no question is weird. You can ask anything. Uh, we want what we're doing to to feel approachable. Um, I I think it will will hopefully feel approachable because they're right now are presenting work that's very in its like bare bone stages. Um, there aren't like lights or crazy. Or any of the large production things yet. Um, so yeah, yeah. This is this is mostly Saturday is mostly a hang. Come come eat a cupcake, stand, sit on a chair, sit on the ground, look at the art, look at the movement in front of the art, um, and however it makes you feel is how it makes you feel. Um, and then, you know, let, let us know if you have a question or just let us know how it made you feel, which could just be, um, maybe it made you feel confused and we, we start to unpack that, or maybe it made you feel excited and, and we, we unpack that. So go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, Lynn. I was going to say, and, and, and that th there may be some, uh, welcoming for some audience movement during our presentation uh, that will be you know perhaps inviting folks to join along in some really um uh accessible simple basic movement gestures and when i say gesture i mean movement that's only with your arms from your seat um but that's only people want and we're welcoming people to draw we're going to have pencil and paper there um like you said in the beginning babs the artwork of Krigo. uh envelops this space there's no way you cannot uh be aware and and responsive and feeling also all of these uh intricate drawings that are going to be surrounding us while we dance while people watch and so we're also going to have a pencil and paper there um and if people want to respond in any way drawing to the the pictures to us to what they're dreaming about who knows i'm acknowledging that there's lots of people lots lots of ways people can be processing what they're experiencing um and so that's another kind of element um that we're gonna add to the mix on saturday so is the idea that you two come together um and people get to see the creative process but do you at at the end of this do you make a decision that we are going to 
actually create a production together or this is just a one moment in time? I think, I think Alexis and I have a lot of ideas about a lot of things we want to do. Um, we want, we, what we do want to offer community classes where we are act, where the whole point of the hang would be to have everybody moving with us as a whole separate thing. Um, we hope to bring, continue to bring these new works as they're being created and as they get completed to New Haven so people can see as they develop. And, um, and one day it may lead to our two companies also full on collaborating together. But what I've learned over the years um, is that to collaborate in that way, to like fully interweave artistically um, is a really big commitment. Um, and and is takes having a really a really strong relationship with the person um, that we're collaborating with, um, and so we're we're taking it one step at a time at this point as far as that goes. But there's lots of possibilities. We have lots of things we're excited to do with dance in New Haven together. And and do you do y'all think this will inspire other movement organizations, dance organizations, to be? To, to sort of get together and do something very similar, to do this? Like, can this grow? Do you imagine this growing into something that y'all do annually or seasonally that you bring other dancers into the, into the space and sort of say, let's, let's just do this together. Like, it's not, you know, it's a commitment, but it's not the same as if, you know, you're putting on the nutcracker or <laughs> no, anything like that. Like this, this is, you know, like, like Alexis, Alexis said, you know, this is before the lights and the costumes and the whole thing. Um, uh, yes. And, um, I think, <laughs> um, yeah, I hope, I mean, I'm just like, it's, it's such a, a big deal to be able to share the production work with other people um for me it's feeling so huge um i've i've produced several shows uh by myself in new haven and it is so much work to to take all of that on so just sharing um the burden for, if you will for lack of a better term of of the production side of what we're doing because the the dancing side and the artistic side is 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 um always always uh what we love to do but the the production side is hard um so sharing sharing those responsibilities with another group of people who are equally as passionate is just so incredible um so yeah i think we're gonna continue down this path of uh producing events together where we're each showing work um i think this will lead to more than just works in process so this saturday is a very you know, chill works and process event, but I, I believe that this will be leading to um, the lights, the stage, the more formal um, version of, of where we're headed when work is complete. Um, so so sharing that, uh, that production as well. And then yes, I think um, inviting other dance organizations into the conversation um, would, would be huge. Uh, so of course, it's means building more relationships and and working with other folks and uh deepening deepening trust because again this you know producing events is a huge responsibility but um yeah i mean new haven and, and really connecticut in general like there isn't um 
I haven't found a better way to say this, but there really isn't like infrastructure for dance. There is not infrastructure for what we do. Um, so I think the only way to do this moving forward is is to collaborate in the way that we are doing and to uh, in the future collaborate with other uh, professional dance organizations as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so when you say infrastructure, Alexis, because um, I was going to ask a whole different conversation, but that that um, this interests me because, you know, mm -hmm. I chair the, the Greater New Haven Arts Council board. Um, and uh, and this is this is an interesting thought because I, I never thought of not seeing dance having the support that it needs. And I see other arts getting the shine, right, <laughs> getting all the information. What, what is required, both of you, uh, for infrastructure to be built for dance to, so that there is, a, I guess, a pipeline and a, 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 a space for it to be next to all the other art that we celebrate in the city? I think it takes uh, a lot of things. I don't think there's, I think one thing that's really important that I've learned is that it's there's no one magic silver <laughs> key. Um, uh, I think I think there are a couple of things that need to be in place. I think um, first of all, all of all of the people out there in New Haven and the Greater New Haven area, like um, first and foremost, we as a dance artist have to build relationships with the people in our community to make them feel a valued, invested interest in the art form of dance. Uh, so that actually they come out of your homes and away from your screens and come experience something that's like live and in person and in your body. And so I think that's one, one part of our work is developing that relationship with people in our community uh, through giving them experiences with dance, whether that's in a dance class, a dance performance, hopefully both. Um, then maybe those relationships grow to those individuals contributing themselves. Uh, we're, we're both non-for-profit or operate under umbrellas fiscal sponsorship model uh, where, where individual support is, is key, is absolutely key. Siren, that's been the backbone of our organization um, uh, for now we're entering our 20th year. Um, without the support of individuals, we wouldn't be here. Um, ticket sales, performance fees. And then, you know, obviously the Arts Council of Great New Haven and all the Arts Councils out there are incredible. Um, however, the funding that exists through those places is often like very hard to get in terms of the competition for that funding. And so we found as an organization that we actually have to, you know, get a whole bunch of other stuff going um, because we can't necessarily count. We can't count on that grant funding to be the thing at all. It's way more about building our relationships with individuals, getting a lot of work and kind of building this, uh, multi-stilted uh, platform of support that allows us to get through. But I think it's really pronged and I think it's, but I think it really starts in a lot of ways with us as dance makers, not to put more work on us, but I really do think we have to figure out how to get listeners. And I'd love to hear from anybody out there. Like, what do you, what do people think about dance? Why don't people want to come and engage and why don't they value it the same way they do like spending money on a movie ticket or going to see a music show or going to see a sports event? And those are real questions that we need to unpack as a dance community. And I could probably talk for way longer than your show would go about that. No, that's really fine because you know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to convene y'all shortly 
so we can have a bigger conversation about how we elevate dance because I find it um um I, I, I just was not aware. I mean, I, like a lot of people, particularly uh, people of color, you know, we find dance. We, I mean, I go to Alvin Ailey when it shows, when it comes through town and I go through all the other, you know, when the arts and ideas throws dancing things, performances, I go, but I never yeah. thought about it beyond seeing the Nutcracker at the New Haven Ballet. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think of it beyond that. And yep. I'd like to change that. So it's the it's the small budget. It's just like the economy of the country. Most of the resources go to those top folks, right? The Ailey's, the people doing that crackers. Like and Dance NYC has a great quote that I'm forgetting, a day statistic that I'll try and find to get to you, Babs, about 80 to 90 percent of the funding does not make it to they call us small budget dance makers. You know, so much of it stays at the top, stays right at the top. And makes it really hard for small budget dance makers. I'm sorry, Alexis. I will let you talk. I apologize. I'm just steamrolling this, but clearly that's I'm very fine. passionate about it. But I know you are too. But anyway, sorry, Babs. I cut you off. But no, that's, no, that's, don't be sorry. Yeah, no, this is yeah. this is what conversation is about. To yeah. to to jump in here, Alexis. What is your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, uh, seconding everything Lynn has said, but um, I yeah, I I think. Um, I think a large reason why uh, people don't think about dance uh, is, is because it is a, is a, it's a physical art form. It's something we do with our bodies. And I think a lot of humans are very disconnected from their bodies. And so it's, it's just easier to consume a movie or it's easier to consume music. Um, and I love both of the, those uh, forms and, and, and it's, it's easier to go look at visual art because it's not um, asking you to connect as much maybe to your physical self. And when I get up in front of you and like really close to you, right? Like the show we're doing on Saturday, you're not separated from us. We're not in a, in a theater where there's a stage and a separation from the audience like the the performing I like to do is when I can I'm I'm you can hear my breathing the audience can hear my breathing and see my sweat um and and really feel like the work I'm putting in and um yeah something I'm 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 working on uh <laughs> this thought a little bit more so um maybe it'll sound a little more more coherent one day but just yeah, like folks, um, it's it's hard. It's harder to be like, oh, that person is doing something like so physically intense. It's making me think about my own body, maybe. And we're often our bodies are being shamed um, from every all the directions. Um, no matter what you look like, you know, it, we're always being told something is wrong. Um, and we're spending a lot of time looking at screens and just being like so disconnected from what our bodies uh, can do for us and how they serve us. And, and that we only get one, we get this one vessel <laughs> and that's it forever. And um, how, how you treat it and how, how it moves is, is how you move through this life. Um, and I think dance is so incredibly deep and special in that way is, and in that it's, it's when you're watching other people dance it, it's asking you to connect to yourself. And I think that there's a disconnect there in general. Um, more specifically though, to get back to like 
what I meant about infrastructure um, is that there there are literally and and now I'm speaking more like Greater New Haven slash Connecticut. Um, there are no, not no, not zero, but there are almost zero like common meeting places for dancers. Um, and there is essentially zero funding that is specifically for professional dance makers in this state. And um, if you go look at any grant that's been given out recently, either in Greater New Haven or in this state, and you look at how many professional dance artists received that grant on that long list of artists, it's almost often zero. And Oh, we have got to change that. I had no idea. And I, I mean, I'm out here applying for stuff all the time and I, I'm not getting it. <laughs> and, um, you know, of course, like we can't get all the things we apply for. I'm not saying that I that I should get all the things. That no, I, but I know exactly what you're saying. But but but, you know, if you poll people, they will tell you dance is important. I mean, we make our children go to dance, right? Like, I don't know any little girl or little boy that did not come up through somebody's dance program as a child, whether it was ballet or modern jazz or tap or whatever it was, you, you, we, we, we understand that to be foundational to, uh, to uh, arts education. We, we believe this because we put, there's kids all over the city that are in little ballet classes and little movement classes. But then after that, what happens? Like what happens yep. after you get out of that, that, you know, that I guess you go to sports and then you never look back to, to, well, to I, dance. I think that's another uh, attribution to the another version of the disconnect I'm talking about is like, and people say that to me all the time as someone who offers adult drop-in tap classes that are affordable on a weekly basis, winky face. Um, <laughs> all the time who come to me and say, oh, well, uh, oh, it's not for my six-year-old. And I'm like, no, it's not. And no offense to your six-year-old, because of course I also teach children and children should learn how to dance, but like, so should adults. And it doesn't stop after you, you stopped dancing in high school. It's not like dancing just ends. Like there are <laughs> millions of professional adult dancers who, um, are owning our crafts the same way a musician does. Um, you know, it's it's not any different. If if you if you value music, um, you should you should value professional dancers in the same light. Um, we're working day in day out. Um, you know, I I practice. I put my shoes on every day. I practice every day. Like that's not any different than a guitar player, or a bass player, or a horn player practicing their craft every day or rehearsing with their bandmates. Like we're also doing that. Um, and, and then, you know, another rabbit hole we could go down is that it's, it's, it's harder to produce dance and it's harder to see dance because it is harder and takes a lot more time to create quality dance works than it does. Um, and I don't mean this in, uh, in any offense to other art forms, but in, in many ways, it just takes, it takes a lot more to learn and teach and perform and produce dance because unlike music, I could write, like I could write down a music score and hand it to someone. And if they can sight read, they can just play that, right? Like there's, there's written language for what musicians do. Um, and there is no written language 
for what we're doing. Like it is really time consuming <laughs> to teach, to be like, okay, you're gonna hear, hear, hear. I can't write that down for you. Um, and it's, it takes human beings who are incredibly in, in like deeply intact with their, their brain, body, their mind, body selves to be able to see that and be like, got it. And, and there's a lack of awareness of how hard that is. <laughs> um, but it, it takes so much longer, um, to, to, to produce that and to, to hold on to it, which is also why, you know, dance performances, even what we're doing this Saturday, just like can't happen terribly often, especially on our budget, because it takes a long time to even produce what we are producing. And so when we do come at you with the lights, camera, action, the the whole finished product, like we're we're spending years to get there. <laughs> I am fascinated by this conversation. I my little mind is turning. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to convene some some dancers so that we can start talking about how we can get money into this into this art form and have collective space where y'all are gathered not to say that y'all are not gathered but you know some collective space where some unifying body says let's get all the dancers together and hear what they need and mm -hmm. figure out how we can get what they need I think I think that is necessary because I I just feel like I don't want to see I mean I grew up with Bone Peters and I don't know if y'all know Bone Peters dance when I was a child I mean and uh, and there was a whole documentary on Miss Peters um uh because she was so iconic in the dance world and she was from new haven and and she came to she came back to new haven and and taught all the little black girls i mean i don't know any black girl that did not come through uh the bone peters school so mm -hmm. i i just feel like you all are raising an issue that really needs to be looked at and explored and mm -hmm. find some way to sort of elevate dance back mm -hmm. to its rightful place among the other artistic expressions that we enjoy mm -hmm. you know that we enjoy so uh so uh Lynn where do you where do you where do you run your your company from are you in New Haven I live in New Haven personally yes uh Siren is based in New York City um so the the company rehearses there all of our dancers live there um but I once lived there but have since eight years ago relocated to New Haven very happily um uh so i'm i'm straddling two worlds and so happy to be bringing uh siren back to new haven it's been several years well actually that's not true we were just in may performing at a school here um in the neighborhood um but we haven't done a public um event for quite some time here in new haven so mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. okay okay and so uh, <laughs> so alexis um i i love the fact that you're you're doing this and i've watched you uh, I, I do a couple of other performances uh, like you did this summer, part of, uh, uh, I think you got a grant or you got something. You did this thing outside where you brought people together and, and they danced and you had live music. And you, I think you do that periodically. You, you'll perform with live music and bring people together to dance. Um, yeah, yeah, I did, I did get, um, and it was the, the first time I had gotten money, um, from the state of Connecticut, um, to produce Rooted in Dance and Music, um, which, yes, we did this past May, 
in Peter Villano Park, and it's happening again uh, Saturday, October 29th. <laughs> uh, so a week after this performance, uh, the second Rooted in Dance and Music is happening uh, in Westville at the Central Patio outside. Um, and yes, that's a it's a free opportunity for anyone, um, anyone, all ages, all abilities to come learn a dance, um, perform that with live music and then be in a show with professional artists. Um, yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> um, yes, so yeah, that's happening October 29th in, in Westville, um, thanks to, to WOVRA, the Westville Village Renaissance Association's helping out. Um, yeah, it's, it's, this is the second one, and for now, the last one, uh, amount of money, so if people want to give me more money, I could maybe make it happen again, but, um, Putting things on is incredibly expensive uh, because I believe in paying artists uh, actually what they are worth for their time. Um, so it's not just, oh, $1,000 will cover this. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> so <laughs> um, yes, but I'm, I'm grateful that I was given some money and the first one was amazing. I know this next one's going to be awesome. Um, and yeah, I would love to make it happen again, but pending funding. <laughs> I, I understand. And uh, and I mean it. I'm going to convene y'all with some other folks that I know or think I know. And okay. and 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 I want y'all to invite people too, because I don't I don't know dancers like that. I just know y'all and, and mm -hmm. Alexis specifically. And I wanna I think it's time to convene this and have a larger conversation, um, at least uh uh about how we can at least come together and tackle this so but i know y'all have a creative circle a dance performance uh presented by siren modern dance and camera dance at the hill museum on saturday october 22nd from four to five uh, mm -hmm. i love that space very much it's a great yeah. space it's a mm -hmm. great space and yeah. uh and so i hope people come out and support this and participate and let us elevate dance back to its rightful place of uh, artistic expression Sounds great. Thank you so much. I so appreciate this conversation this morning. I have learned a lot. Thank you so much, Lynn Peterson. Thank you so much, Alexis Robbins. Thank you. And I Thank will see you all out here in these dancing streets. <laughs> yes, you will. That's right. <laughs> all right, Harry. Thank you very much. And uh, I will see you all later. Uh, take good care and uh, be safe out there.